Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. and rescue and love the Father sent you broke through the darkest night you came to seek and save us you came to liberate us Jesus you heard our cry Jesus you heard our cry everybody. Shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 64 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. How are you today, Svia? I'm doing great. Really thankful. Thankful for my salvation above everything else I could be thankful for. Those who sat in darkness have seen a great light. Amen. How could we not adore him? He's our rescuer. Amen. Yes. Amen. We used to sing that one in our fellowship all the time. Remember that? I know. I remember. We need to bring that one back. Where Mm. would you be? That's such a good question. Just to think about where would we be without his love? Amen. Mm. Amen. So on today's show, we want to talk about the great lengths that God goes to in his mission to search and rescue. Mm, Wow. He's our rescuer. Yes. He's the great rescue worker. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So the other night we went on our date night. Yeah. That was so fun. Mm -hmm. So we said last episode, we were going to share a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. So we planned a, a date and the Lord had a plan for a different kind of date. I know, he sure did. He planned a date with somebody too. Yeah. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a a mission date. Yeah, definitely. We had a mission. It was a mission trip that we went on. <laughs> a trek. A trek. <laughs> a journey. Mm-hmm. So we took our bikes and we went to this little city that has like 100 miles of bike paths. Mm-hmm. And we had our two bikes and we're all excited. And when I left... Uh, I couldn't find my good bike pump. And so when we moved over here, there was an old bike pump in the garage. I saw that and I just, I threw that in the truck. Yep. Just thought, okay, in case I need a bike pump, couldn't <laughs> find the mine. And so when we got there, I recognized that your tire was like low. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get the bike pump. I start pumping. And with each pump, like air is coming out. 
it's not going in. It's like, <laughs> no. it's coming out. I'm like, oh. So then I tried to clamp it on tighter. I thought, okay, maybe it's not clamped on. I try to clamp it on tighter and, and I put on tighter and then more air comes out. Right. And it's, I'm like, oh no, let me see. Let me look at this. Yeah. And uh, I mess around with it a little bit more. And I think, okay, I got it. I got it this time. I can clamp it down. I try to clamp it down. More air comes out. Mm-hmm. So all I'm doing is letting air out of the tire more. <laughs> I know. And I'm sitting there like, um, okay, so yeah. what are we going to do, honey? That's right. And so I'm the help meet wife here Googling where is the nearest bike shop to get a good mm. pump to put air in the in the tire. And so I found a bike shop. And it was a Trek bike shop. Right. Trek is a certain type of bike. Yeah. But, you know, the Lord was sending us on a Trek. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> a Trek to the Trek shop. Oh, boy. Yeah, So was. it was way out of the way that we normally go. Yeah. So it, we actually have a long bike ride, that a route that we developed. Mm-hmm. And this was like way out of the way. Oh, I know. And Kevin says, honey, we got to get air in your tire. Mm. Let's go to the bike shop. So um, we got off the trails and we went on all these roads. Like I'm talking about highways with, you know, where there's like this big highway and then right on the shoulder is grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were driving, riding our bikes on that grass. And I had um, this uh, zeal to get to this bike shop. You sure did. I couldn't, it didn't even show on the GPS, like how to get there. It was like, I had to pray the whole way there. Mm-hmm. I had to get navigation from the Lord. Right. <laughs> and you were praying for me too, because oh, yeah. several times I saw you take your hat off and usually you, t- you always take your hat off when you pray. And so I knew you were praying because I'm riding behind you mm-hmm. and you were taking your hat off several times for a long time, then oh, yeah. putting it back on. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, he's praying for me Absolutely. because it was a little dangerous at certain points of that bike ride. Mm-hmm. I recall going over some sand and my wheels just kind of spinning out and and then Kevin was praying for me and he looked back mm. and he saw me mm. like kind of hydroplane over the sand but God was really giving him zeal and I was enjoying it by the yeah, way I, I was enjoying the date I was like you know what I'm looking at the clouds it was such a beautiful day and there were cloud formations that were really cool and but at the same time I was also Amen. very aware of the dangers you can that, still yeah. have enjoyment on a dangerous date yeah but you know <laughs> the Lord had a purpose in it amen amen it was kind of like missionaries going through the dangerous jungles yeah to get to the remote people that mm-hmm. they're going to reach. God sometimes puts faith in you. Mm. Sometimes he'll give you faith for something. Yeah, right? he does. To do something you wouldn't normally do, to go further than you normally would go. He'll give you faith for it. Wow. Right? He wants yeah. you to use that faith. Mm. If God gives you extra measure of faith, right? Yeah. He wants you to use it. And so we arrived at the Trek store. Oh, I know. Right before closing. Right I before was closing. so glad we made it. Oh. And there was a man there. His wife was working. Mm-hmm. And this man, he got on the pump. He got this. He got this pump out. He started pumping your tire. Yeah. He just volunteered, right? So, and he didn't even work there. His wife worked there. He was yeah. just waiting. They were about to close. Really so nice. he starts pumping up your tire. But it turned out that he was like a flat tire, spiritually mm-hmm. yeah. speaking. Mm. Okay, like yeah. an empty man, like an empty man who needed to be filled with the Lord, like all of us do. Yeah. Right. Amen. And so I'm talking to him. I thanked him. And then he starts talking to me and he says, hey, um, 
have you ever thought about coming over here and joining our bike ride? We have this bike ride we do uh, every week. It's called Bikes and Beers. We go on a long bike ride and then uh, and then we drink beer. And so he, he mm. didn't know who he was saying that to, really. Right. <laughs> so it was it was a spiritual springboard for me. Yeah, the Lord just showed me, okay, this is why you had zeal in your heart to get to this Trek store. It's yeah. for this man. Right. And I told him my testimony. I said, well, you know what? I used to be a drunkard. Right. And I said, I, I've drank enough alcohol for three lifetimes. Mm. And the Lord delivered me from that. He actually saved me from that and made me new. And he gave me living water Mm. from his spirit. So I don't need the enemy's counterfeit liquor and the beer. Mm. I don't need those things anymore. Right. Because I have the living water of the spirit of God living inside me now. Mm. And he said, wow, that's my favorite passage in the Bible. He said, John chapter four, the Samaritan woman at the well, that's my favorite passage in the Bible. Mm. (laughs) No and I way. thought I was thinking in my mind, I was like, wow, Lord, this is ironic. Yeah. Jesus spoke of the living water to that woman. Mm. And he's speaking to me about dead alcohol, right? That's going to lead you to death. Wow. So it's very ironic that that was his favorite passage. So I, I shared with him about that and how the Lord revealed himself to this woman. Mm. But first, he revealed to her her sin. Yeah. He said, go and bring your husband right? Because she Mm. was an immoral woman. She had been with many men Mm. and she confessed that to the Lord. Yeah. And then after that, once she confessed her sin, right? Mm. Once that got dealt with, then the Lord revealed to her that I am the Messiah. Mm. The Lord was offering her a well, a well that she had never known. Mm. Amen. Wow. That's so beautiful. And so I shared that with him and the Lord's dealing with his sin and revealing himself to him. And he was humble. And it was obvious that he had been around some things of the Bible, some things of the Lord. He had some knowledge of those things, Mm. but it was a form of godliness. And he was denying the power Mm. of God. And the thing that cut through that to reveal that he just had a form of godliness was I asked him a question, whether he's concerned about his fellow bicyclists. Mm. That he's doing this bikes and beers. Right. If he's concerned about their souls. Mm. Because if he's inviting me to go and drink beer and ride bikes, then that means he's not concerned about my soul. See, he's Mm. inviting me to drink beer. I'm inviting him to drink from the living water. Yes, that's right. I I had this question come to my mind. And it was a quote that I have heard from years past. And it's an excellent quote. Mm. Have you no care for souls to be saved, then you are not saved yourself. Be sure of that. Mm. If you don't have any care for souls to be saved, that's Mm. evidence that you yourself are not saved. Even if you have favorite Bible passages, even if you like John chapter four and you see how good the Lord is dealing with that woman, Mm. but you're not letting him deal with you like that. So I shared that with him and he said, wow, yes, that's true. And the Mm. Lord was meeting with him right there. And he was thankful. He said, thank you. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. We were both amazed, right? Yeah. Because when we were going that direction, we had no idea that God had that planned. No. Right? We had no idea. And it was just amazing how the Lord could use broken things 
right? Like that pump. Wow. In order to go and reach a broken person. Mm. So it's so beautiful. And I was thankful that I didn't have the other pump, yeah. the pump that worked. I know. You see? Maybe the Lord just blinded me from that, hid that from my eyes Yeah. because he wanted me to take the broken pump. Because mm. if we didn't have that broken pump, then we wouldn't have had that zeal to go and get our tire filled. Right. <laughs> and and the, we would have never met that man. Mm. So when God uh, does something like that, you know, hey, just bless the broken road. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, God bless the amen. broken road that led me straight to you. Yeah, amen. So mm. there's some broken things that can be blessed by God. I'm just amazed how God used that broken bike ride. You know, it wasn't the ideal bike ride that we love on those trails that we love with the tires that are full of air and everything's riding just perfect, you know? It was different, but it was so blessed because we had a greater purpose in mind that God was giving us zeal for to go on the side of the freeway or One of the ways that I knew that it was the Lord is that you had wind in your sail. Yeah. You know, here I am going on this journey and it was way longer. So like 20 miles, you know, we went way further than we normally go. Okay. And you still had energy and you still had zeal. You still had wind in yourself. So I knew the Holy Spirit was blowing on you as well as me. Mm. We were one in that. Yeah. And so that actually strengthened me to keep going. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like you were being a a complaining, contentious, nagging wife to say, Hey, let's turn around. Let's go back. (laughs) You know, I need to, I need to get a Starbucks or, you know, I need this or I need that. You know, (laughs) you were glowing. The Holy Spirit was upon you. You were glowing, you know, while you were hydroplaning, you know, or sliding around, you were glowing. You still had a smile on your face. The joy of the Lord was strengthening you. Mm. And so that really blessed me. That really blessed me because I was praying. I was like, Lord God, please don't let her crash. Don't let a car hit her, Lord. Uh, Just strengthen her. Just Give her, give her joy. And I was praying for you, all these things, you know, mm. and because I knew the Lord had zeal for me, but I need to consider you as the weaker vessel. So that's what I was doing. And I could tell the Lord was strengthening you. Oh, he you know? did. And that was the day, if you listened to our last episode, that was the day that I was really feeling bad. That's right. And then the Lord strengthened me. So Amen. even making it all those miles on the bike was supernatural strength. Yeah. God has ways of sustaining us, you know? Amen. And it sure seems like the Lord likes going out of his way, mm, doesn't yes, he? Definitely. To reach even one soul. Amen. Amen. So he came to seek and save that which was lost, Mm. right? Yes. And that applies to all of humanity, but there's also a singular aspect to his great rescue mission. Mm. Amen? Amen. So in Luke 15, the Lord Jesus gave three parables of three things that were lost, one lost sheep, one lost coin, and one lost son. Mm-hmm. So he cares about the one, just like this man that he sent us to talk to at the Trek bike store. Wow. He cares about the one. He cares about the all, but he cares about the one. Yes. And these three parables. So did the one lost sheep really matter when the shepherd still had 99 sheep left? Yes. Did the one lost coin really matter when the woman still had nine coins left? Mm. Yes, to the Lord. Did the one stubborn, rebellious, immoral, ungrateful, prodigal son 
really matter when the father still had another son who was faithful? Mm, yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because the son of man, the Lord Jesus Christ, not only came to seek and save all humanity, which was lost, but he came to seek and save the lost one. Mm. Amen. That is the so lost one. Precious. Praise yeah. God for that. It is. Because we are all that. Mm. Praise God. And, you know, if you're listening, mm. you are that one. That's right. That he came to die for. Do you realize that he loved you so much? He came to die for you. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, shed his perfect blood for you so that you don't have to suffer for all eternity. That's where. Right. You know, the worm does not die. The fire is not quenched. This terrible place called hell that is reserved for all of those who rebel against God and all those unholy angels. You know, you don't need to go there. He did all of this for you. Yes. And he did this because your life matters. That's right. And he wants you. He loves you. And he wants a relationship with you. Amen. And the Lord Jesus Christ went to places that no one else would go for the one. In order Mm. to reach the one. He went to Samaria, like we already said, the Samaritan woman. Yes. That's someplace that Jews wouldn't go, typically. Mm -hmm. They would have nothing to do with the Samaritans. Right. But he met that Samaritan woman in John chapter 4. He went to Samaria for the one. Right. His disciples wouldn't have chose to just go there. No. Unless they were following him. And when you're following Jesus, you might go some places you wouldn't normally go. Hmm to talk to someone that you may not normally talk to. Yeah. You got to be open to that because mm. that's the Lord's way. Wow. He also went to Tyre and Sidon. That was in Lebanon. That was Gentile territory. The Jews wouldn't normally do that, mm. but he did it. He went out of his way, so to speak. He is the way. <laughs> yeah. But he went out of, he goes out of his way, right? Mm. To show people the way. Yes. He went to Tyre and Sidon, that region to meet the Syrophoenician woman with the demon-possessed daughter mm. and healed her. Wow. Amen. He didn't mm. just come to the Jews. He came to the Gentiles, came to all, but he comes to the one. Wow. Praise God. Mm. And then he went to Decapolis. He went to that region across the Sea of Galilee that was a Gentile region. The Jews wouldn't go there mm. to meet that man with the legion. A legion in the Roman army was about 6,000 soldiers. Mm. And remember, when Jesus confronted the evil entities in this man, they said, we are legion for we are many mm. inside this man. Yeah. But he went for that one man. His, his disciples wouldn't have went there. No. There's no way they would never have gone there. Mm-mm. But he did. And his disciples did following him. Mm. And if we follow in his steps, we will too. Yeah. There's others just like that man out there right now. Mm. So the Lord Jesus not only came for all, but He came for those who were considered the worst ones of all. Mm. Is that awesome? Wow. And Saul of Tarsus was one of those. Mm. So in 1 Timothy 1, verse 15, he says this, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. I am the worst one. That's how he felt. Yeah. Jesus came for him. Mm. Praise God. You know, no matter what you've done, no matter how terrible it is, mm-hmm. the blood of Jesus can wash you clean and mm-hmm. he wants to forgive you. He wants to extend forgiveness to you. Mm. Forgiveness is only hinging on one thing and that is your repentance right. and faith. 
And if you repent and you turn towards him and you say, God, I really don't want this life anymore. I don't want this sin anymore. I I mean, I'm really desperate for you because I feel this emptiness that sin is bringing into my life. And I, I need you. And I don't want this anymore. I want to turn from this sin and I want to to just come to you, Lord, no matter what it is, no matter what filth has been involved in your life, no matter if yeah. you deserve to be in prison for mm-hmm. life, for the sins that you've committed against crimes, against humanity, maybe against God himself. You are one the Lord is coming for. He wants you. That's right. He loves you mm-hmm. and he's speaking to you right now. Please come out of your sin. Mm-hmm. Don't Amen. wait. Don't stay in it any longer. Please come to me. He says, come to me, That's all right. you who are weary and burdened and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. That's right. He wants to give you rest today. Mm-hmm. Let mm. the Lord win. Yes. Just like he won Paul. Well, he was Saul. He changed him to Paul. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. And once Paul was one, God used him to go after those other ones, Mm. didn't he? Yes, he did. I think of the Philippian jailer. Remember? Paul and Silas were in prison. How's that song go? Paul and Silas were in jail in the middle of the night. Not much reason to be happy, but Mm. they sang with all their might. Then the earth began to shake and the prison doors to break. And the jailer and his household praised the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord. If it's, it's morning, morning, noon, or night, just praise the Lord. Lord. Amen. And it's morning, noon, or night for our listeners, right? That's right. <laughs> Everybody's not on, the, not on the same uh, time <laughs> of, right, as we're listening. Yeah. So that's Acts chapter 16. And so praise God. The Lord used Paul and Silas, put them in that jail. Yeah. He shook things up yeah. for that jailer. Wow. And so beautiful and wonderful to see all that our wonderful Savior does to rescue one soul. That's amazing. That's what he wants to do for every single one. Mm. Amen? Amen. And you who are listening, you are one that he cares about, just like these other ones. And the Bible says he's not far from each one of us. Acts chapter 17, 26 to 27. He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. You see, there's the one. So you and I and everyone are one of those he is seeking. Amen. Amen. But in order for you to be found, He must be the one and only one that you are seeking. Mm. That's the key. Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14. The Lord says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart and I will be found by you, says the Lord. Mm. Amen. That reminds me of the quote by Corey Ten Boom when she said, there is no pit so deep that he is not deeper still. Amen. So we just want to thank all of our listeners near and far for joining us for another episode of Spirit of Adoption Radio. And please do share this episode. If this episode has blessed you um, and encouraged you, maybe the Lord put someone on your heart that, you know, he wanted you to share this with. Please don't hesitate to share it with them. Maybe they need the rescue that we're talking about here. That's right. There may be one that the Lord wants you to share this with. Mm, 
yeah, think about that and please pass this link on to them. And also, if you could please give us a rating, a five-star rating, that will also help us to reach a broader audience. So we really appreciate those five-star ratings on the platform of your choice. And if you are traveling for missions or adoption travel coming up, um, please fill out a quote on our website. That's adoptionairfare.com forward slash quote. Mm-hmm. And we would love to serve you with your upcoming travels. Amen. And uh, don't forget about sorenaturals.com. We have some amazing immune boosting supplements. And right now going into the holidays, we all need to boost our immune system. There's a lot of things coming at us from every direction, and we just need a really strong immune system. So use code SOAR15 for 15% off your order at SoarNaturals.com. Amen. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen. 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 And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha. Maranatha.